This week on 10K Saturday, Lulu interviews one of my former students. I've known this kid since he was like 15, Jonathan Timpanelli. And he's talking about manifesting, and he may have the cutest wish list we've ever heard of. Enjoy. And now it's 10K Saturday with Allison and Lulu. Hey everybody, it's a 10K Saturday. And I'm here with Jonathan Timpanelli. You've reached 10K Saturday, so that means you are here for a bonus episode that drops every Saturday. If you are looking for our full-length imaginary luxury travel episodes that I do with Allison, well, those are on Wednesdays. But for now, hang out for this feature because we've got Timps here. I'm so excited we finally made this work. Woo! How long have we been trying to do this? A long time. Truly a long time. It's just a lot of texts back and forth that are like, how about now? How about now? <laughs> and then one or the other. Do you hear New York it. in the background? Oh, I don't hear anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm immune to it by now. There you go. <laughs> I decided to leave the window open because it's a beautiful day, finally, in New York. Crisp and warm and cold and just the perfect balance of everything. That, that's true. It kind of describes your Arizona green tea with... <laughs> Ginseng and honey. Yes. Ginseng? Ginseng. I think ginseng, but I also mm. say gif, and it's jif, I guess. No, it's gif, because jif just came out. Do you not know this? Jif. Oh, jif, like jiffy. like er, Jif uh, peanut butter just came out with a special edition called gif that's labeled. I'm not kidding you about this. It looks just like jif, but it's spelled G-I-F, but in the logo font style of jif. So that one says GIF, animated thing, and the other one says GIF, peanut butter. So you know which way to pronounce it. And it's not saying that you pronounce it the same way? Well, now I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, it's it's in the same font, it's oh, in the same format, so maybe it's the same way? I thought it was clearly saying one I could be what, totally wrong. No, but you know what? You're right. That is a terrible way to explain it because it is not clear. Now, now I'm even more confused. It muddied it up even more. <laughs> And they probably thought they were so proud of themselves. They were like, no one's ever going to mess this up now. It's, but I, I was told that it's, uh, it stands for something, 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 G-I-F. Really? Yeah, it stands for oh, graphic, graphic. Graphic information. In, yeah. Like Beyonce. Yeah, in, all right, let's get information. <laughs> I know that. I know it. I'm hip. Um, you are hip. But So graphic is a G like good. Graphic. You don't say graphic. That'd be like Jurassic Park. Park. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you are an actor, singer, extraordinaire, very funny, very talented. I went to your showcase, if you will remember. I do remember. Your college showcase. I do absolutely remember. Um, and then you like, first of all, dream. In your college showcase, you did a monologue or a song from School of Rock? I did the monologue song. It was the, you did the, the package. acapella, like, in the end of time. Yeah. So it's acapella, but it's still a song. He, he was like, you know what type I am? Dewey in the School of Rock. In the School of Rock. I'm so unhip. <laughs> and then you know what he booked right after that, guys? Dewey in School of Rock. He was like, everything that they tell you not to do in college, which is tailor your package to one yeah. role. You were like, uh, but I'm pretty sure this is my role. Yeah. And you did it. I got very lucky. It was really That's like cool. One of the only times I like, you, you like manifest. Everyone talks about like manifesting something and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. And I'm always, I'm always scared that I, uh, I'm gonna like jinx it or something like that. No, me. Really? It, exactly the same. Yeah. Allison doesn't understand that. Allison just says stuff out loud. Mm-mm. No, she says it out loud all the time. She's like, you know, it'd be cool if we had a TV show. I'm like, don't say that. No, just work for it, and then like, and then if it quiet, happens, cool. Quietly surprise people with your success. Yeah. That's. But there's so many people that like swear by the manifesting, like. Oh, I'm gonna nail this audition. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. The next show I'm gonna do is this and all that. And I'm like, people put it on Facebook. Yeah, and they're like just putting it out there. I'd love to be in waitress. And I'm like, but it, that's hard. I, I just can't do that. I, but I am trying it right now with something because it worked out with School of Rock. Yeah. Because I did like everyone like sent me like anytime there was like a auditions for School of Rock coming to Orlando. Like 15 yeah. people were like, ooh, do it. And I was like, okay, people think I should do it. I think I can do it. So I'm going to do it. But I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to do this. But I was just, I, in, to myself, I was like, I, I'm confident I can probably do this. 
You knew it was your skill set. Yeah, well, not the guitar, but but the, the other but stuff. the luck part of auditioning, the being in the right place at the right time, Orlando. in front of the right people. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. But now I'm doing it with, and I'm going to put it out there because oh. I just want. I'm going to test it. I'm very I really excited. want to because I never. But Beetlejuice is touring next year. They they announced that they don't they didn't say if it's equity or non equity or um, anything like that. But I want to tour Beetlejuice yeah. more than anything in the like that is the that i i am i want that so so bad okay so i'm gonna try this manifestation thing uh this is a let's see if if this uh i'm so excited to like replay this little clip when we announce that you are on the tour i'll be like hey guys remember this so yeah manifest it okay don't listen to me take it from allison yeah manifest it i think it both works i think no matter what no matter it's just the confidence in yourself or whatever when you go into the room or anything like that. Whether you say it out loud and that helps you or you just keep it to yourself. I don't know. I'm really excited for you. Thanks. There have never been this many sirens in Tribeca, yeah. like ever. Before this, I called and made a couple reports around oh, the area. Th- just to make sure. The ambiance. I appreciate it. We have a we have a um, a review on Apple Podcasts that says, you can hear New York in the background. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's pretty fair. Because Is that a bad can. thing or a good thing? Uh, I think that's a good thing. They still gave us five stars. Then that's a good thing. So I'm if not they, If they write it and make a and do the five star thing, that is a good thing that they wrote. Correct. So that's cool that you can hear New York. People that don't live here. Yeah. I think that's cool. I would love, if, before I lived here, I would absolutely love to hear New York in the background. <laughs> You're like, but now that I live here. I don't want to hear it ever. Turn off the sirens. <laughs> um, so you did Dewey on tour. Yeah, I covered. How, I, I how would, long were you on tour? Ten months. Um, That's a pretty long time. Yeah, it was. Um, and I got super lucky. Uh, the tour was going for a year and two months before I joined it. And the guy who was covering Dewey, th- the role I took over for, so it's an ensemble role that covers Dewey. And the guy who I took over for, he was on for a year and two months, and he went on six times as Dewey. Mm-hmm. I was on for ten months, and I got to go on 30 times <gasps> for Dewey. That's awesome. And it was unreal. That's so cool. It was the, I, I don't think there's anything that will ever bring me the happiness that, that doing that role You'd did. be surprised. Yeah, I guess. I mean, five years ago, you didn't even know that existed. Yeah, that's also true. So you have no idea what's You don't know what's out there. You're right. Five years. You're right. I think that sometimes about auditions, because you know how sometimes you'll have that one audition and you're like... This one could change my life. Yeah. This is it. This is my role. This is the, and I had one of those in December, and I didn't book it, mm. but I was so sad about it, and I was so stressed out, and I was like, you know what? Three weeks ago, I didn't even know that this audition was on the horizon. Yeah, and now it's controlling my life. Yeah, and that's again with the manifestation. I, I think it's all a mental thing. It's if you like tell yourself like at the audition, like, oh, this is it. This is I find for myself mm-hmm. that if I'm like, oh, I nailed that audition. Those are the ones I never get. But the ones where I'm like, oh, it happened. Like, okay, it is what it is. Those are the ones I get. And I'm like, really? You know, like if yeah. you like the ones that you're like, oh, this role is mine. Like, I I know this is me. This is like, this is it. And then it doesn't happen. I, I it's a mental thing because I think people kind of sense that in the room as well. But also, some people like the cockiness. I don't know. Some people like the co- I don't know. Do people like the cockiness? I don't think so. I think there's a confidence that some people have in a room that people are still booking from. Confidence that. is different than cockiness. cockiness. Yeah, you're right. Then yeah, confidence. Okay. Confidence is good. Yeah. Cockiness has a negative connotation. You're right. So touring, because which is basically like being traveling all the time. Mm-hmm. Tell me three things around the country that I need to put on my list. Ooh, my favorite place. Was Madison, Wisconsin. Oh. And there's multiple reasons why. Number one, I am a huge Chris Farley fan. He okay. is one of my favorite people of all time from Saturday Night Live and my favorite movie in the world, Tommy Boy. And he was born in Madison, Wisconsin, and his grave is in Madison, Wisconsin. So I got to go see that, which to anybody else would probably be nothing, but I, it was just cool to just be around that and where he grew up. Um, and then I'm a Packers fan. So uh, yeah. Green Bay, it, It's not, Madison isn't... Um, but it's close enough. Yeah. It's enough where I can go into the <laughs> stores and there's Green Bay stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm home. <laughs> um, and then the food was great. And there's just like in Madison, it's like all suburban, 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 
No. Suburban, if you're talking about the suburbs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So suburban. Isn't that a car, too? A suburban? Yeah. Okay. So It is. It's a big name. car. Like okay. a fancy car. It's oh, big, yeah. It's the a big, big... It's the SUV that, like, J-Lo gets out of. So what's the, is there a difference between an SUV and a suburban? A suburban isn't... A suburban is always an SUV, but an but SUV, SUV is not always a suburban. I, that makes actual sense to me. Mm-hmm. It really, really does. <laughs> um, but there's just like this little city town. It's more of a town, and there's like one strip of like restaurants and bars and nightlife. And then outside of that, you have a home, and I like that where you can like go into town. That you're you're not you don't have to live in the in the, in the like crux of it. Yeah, I, the noise factor in cities is hard for me. Yep. Where do you live? Uh, the Upper West Side. It's a little loud out there. Not too bad. Much less than, I don't know how people do like like living in like Hell's Kitchen. I used Midtown, to. Really. My first apartment ever in New York was on 50th between 10th and 11th. Woof. Look, it was never quiet. And I, it, it was my first time living in New York and I didn't realize, I didn't realize how much never having silence and never being alone would affect me. Mm. Because even in New York, when you're on the train, you're surrounded by people. I had a roommate, and my room had this half wall situation. Oh. <laughs> it was like a converted. It was like the the dumbest apartment, and so my wall in my bedroom didn't reach the ceiling. Mm. So if if my roommate was in the living room watching TV, it felt like she was in my room. Man, yeah, it was really rough, and I just don't. I have to have. I've realized now I will live in a shoebox. You are in my shoebox now. <laughs> hey, um, it's a very comfortable shoebox. To have my own space. Yeah. I think yeah. that is very important. I didn't realize how important it was because I'm such a people person. It, sure. But it, I feel but like it's different. It's so different. It really like I have never I would never think that like like in high school and college I was like I loved living with people. I needed people like I I but now I recharge by myself which is so i know that's like normal for a lot of people but i never would have thought that was where i am same i didn't realize that until i moved to new york because in florida i had a car yeah so that is your alone time you're alone in the car oh that's so true i mean you don't realize that you have at least an hour to yourself all the time Mm. that is a huge factor Mm -hmm. because you're you're on the train with everyone and even if you're in your own little bubble on the train you're still there's still people it's and you still, still have to people. talk or and those talk, like but. you get on the train by accident this happens to actors a lot i don't think it happens to normal people but you know when you don't realize it's rush hour yeah <laughs> or you don't realize it's friday night because your schedule's weird and then you're like what what what, what just happened why, yeah, is, why is there so many people train? i let trains go by really oh 100 oh, percent. i won't do it i won't get on that train i will sh- i will shove my way nope. in I let it go by and I'll let two go by and if the third is still full I'll just like get on the train but I'll let them I don't work I'm always early yeah so oh, I'm the same way just let it go by but then that would give me anxiety that I'm not early to the thing I am going to anymore because I'm letting trains go by I am early enough to let trains go by and I'll tell you why how, like how early are you talking? I, if, if we were going to meet in Hell's Kitchen at 2, I would be in Hell's Kitchen. I would plan to be in Hell's Kitchen by 1.30, 1.20, just in case. Hmm. And here's why. A, I don't like to be late. But mm-hmm. B, when I was in rehearsal for Voices of Liberty, mm-hmm. someone was late. And Derek Johnson, who was the director at the time, said, "Where I don't even remember who it was, where is blank? And somebody said, oh, she has a flat tire. And he's, Derek Johnson said, well, she should have planned for the flat tire. <laughs> and I will never forget that. I was like, always have enough room for a flat tire. You took that, you don't think that was a joke? No, it was not a joke. Really? Mm-mm. That is interesting. Well, so now, I mean, you could spend 20 extra minutes at home, or I could just have a coffee. In yeah. The two block radius of where I need to be for twenty minutes. Yeah, oh, I'm I'm out, I'm all about that. But you saying like meeting there at two and getting there at like one twenty, one thirty. That's. I'll I'll go, one one thirty to one forty. Like I'll I'll give I'll, I'll go okay. more towards you that. You were on time today. Yeah, 
I was early, but then I was like, I'm going to use this time. I'm going to get food. Oh, then you got food. Yeah. And then you brought me a Diet Coke. So That's right. It all worked out. That was one place I need to go. Madison, Wisconsin. I need two. Sorry. Two uh, more. Then, yeah, this, I'm sorry. No, um, uh, that's okay. I'm not stressed out about it. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I like Cleveland, Ohio. Well, it is the home of rock and roll. Yes. So I like seeing the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, <laughs> yeah. which with that show, it was cool to like see it with other people as well. They had a pinball museum like exhibit. Oh, which really? Awesome. Yeah. With like rocks, like there was a Kiss, a pinball machine, Aerosmith. That's cool. Dolly Parton, Elvis. The Aerosmith pinball machine is actually really good. Yeah. Oh, I loved them all. You in, got to play them all. In my dream world house, my Barbie dream house, pinball rec room. Really? Oh, my gosh first of all uh star trek next generation pinball machine is nice. pretty fabulous the lord of the rings pinball machine is really good where have you played these the, I, anytime i'm anywhere that has a pinball machine You're, i play it oh, wow. adam's family is okay men in black actually is a really great pinball machine mm. that i'm not even a huge fan of the franchise but the pinball machine itself is a lot of fun this is the weirdest no, like, it's not. niche of my geekiness. I but think. that's a cool niche. That's that's a niche niche niche. Hmm. Ginseng, ginseng, Jif. <laughs> we don't know how to say anything today. <laughs> this is just like it's confidence. A, say, it with confidence. say it with confidence it, or cockiness. <laughs> no. Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Um, and then there is a, a place called um, Barrio, I believe it was called. Um, which had the best shrimp tacos I've ever had in my entire life. And Whoa. I went there every night. That's in Cleveland? Yes. Okay. It's in the city, like maybe... Walking distance from the theater? Yes. <laughs> uh, and that's I my, went there all the time. That's how I always have... People are like, where should I eat in Detroit? I'm like, okay, there's this place that has cauliflower tacos. So if you come out the stage door and you take a left, <laughs> like, well, that's I never I, know where anything is. <laughs> other than compared to the theater. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, makes sense. So I like that. And then I'm only going by food, by the way. Oh, welcome to my life. Okay, good. Yeah. I really liked... There was a place in... Uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Where Fong's should I go? Pizza. Let me explain what Fong's Pizza is. Fong, like the Chinese name Fong? Yes. Explain. So they make, it, it's regular pizza, but yeah. they put Chinese food toppings on it. So they <laughs> have, I'm, I know, I'm getting like, this is my favorite. I don't know. I don't know what oh, I feel no. about it. Their number one is the Crab Rangoon pizza. Oh, what? You heard me. Do you have, you've had a Crab Rangoon. Yeah, of course I have. So it's, they don't put I'm like. Because I'm a person. <laughs> true. Good. They, they don't put like sauce and cheese on it and stuff. Like they make it like, it's a pizza, but they, they like. Describe this dough up. Dough. Okay. Dough is just normal dough. Okay. Then you got for this is the crab rangoon. Then they do topping, so that that would be like the the crab um, that cream with the cheesy. mayo. Yeah, 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 yeah. The mayo with the the spicy. Uh, yeah, That's, like it's the filling of yeah. it. They just use that, and then they put some cheese on top. Then they cheese put a little cheese on top. Yeah, but not like it's not like covered in cheese. It's like it's a maybe they don't even put cheese on it. Now that I'm thinking about it, not on that one. Do they put wonton in there? Yes, little light wontons on it. Not too much. But then they also have the like the duck sauce that you dip it in. Come they drizzle on. that on top. It is so good. Is there okay, so I'll have the crab rangoon pizza, which sounds like the entire weak caloric intake mm-hmm. that I should have. And then is there an, like do they have a Peking duck pizza? I I would I would try I'm that. sure they had like the Mongolian beef. They had the really? like everything. Like that's what they did was all of those, and they had many, many, many. I'm excited to try. Oh, that. get Des ready, Moines? sister. Yes, I'm Des Moines Fong's Pizza. Fong's Pizza. You know what? I would not have tried it unless you told me about it. Oh, I'm so, so glad I asked you. I'm excited for you. I'm gonna text you. Yes, as soon please as I'm do. there. Oh, please do. Okay. I'll fly out and join you for a slice. Oh my gosh, let's do it. Let's um, go on the road. Yes. Done. And just it yes. could be a combined 10k pizza. My heart, pizza. My mind. <laughs> I keep calling it pizza. Okay. My heart. I like that it's though. I think that's a good. You have like, a pizza. My heart. That's oh, why. Lulu. Pizza. My mind and 10k dollar day at Fong's Pizza. Done. On location. I think it's perfect. Fong's. If you want to pay for us to go out there, we'll get all of our viewers. Yeah. 
to know what Fong's Pizza is. That's right. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, pizza my mind. Pizza your mind. I still want it to be pizza. See, that's why I keep making it pizza my heart. It's pizza your mind, which yes. makes more sense. <laughs> really makes more sense. It's this very funny YouTube series that Jonathan has started that you sit on a couch. Where is the couch? In my apartment. Is it really? Yeah. You sit on a couch in your apartment with pizza. And just talk about And stuff. a person. They, they're all Broadway people, right? All Broadway. I've, I'm, I'm trying to... Like when I start doing, when I come back from this cruise, when I, I want to start doing like, like some stage managers and like some MDs and yeah, but all theater industry, you think? Yes, all theater. I I think so. Yeah, sure. Um, The reason I started it is that there are, I was bored out of my mind and I just wanted to do something. I like talking to to people. You want to create something. Yeah, I wanted to create, which Mm -hmm. in New York you have to do as an actor. But then there's all these talk shows. Like I love like a, I mean, I'm less loving it now, but like Jimmy Fallon and the Tonight Show, like. I love that, like playing games with like famous people to see them normally and just like and, and just getting to know them a little bit. And there's like all of these things about like TV and movie stars. But like nobody like does stuff like that with like the people that are starring on Broadway eight times a week and right. like put, like doing a lot of stuff. And I like my goal, my dream would be if and when like I, I, I would want to do like because it probably wouldn't be mainstream on like a cable network or anything like that but like do a like an actual late night talk show but for broadway Mm -hmm. people and like that world and like doing on like broadway world or broadway.com or something like that where like it's like the like there it's the whole setup of like a late night like a studio where it's like a late night talk show and then you play games like like musical stuff and like there's a band and then because there's a live band you can like be like, oh, what was that one thing you did in that one song? And oh, this, and then you just do that little piece, oh, and like so you can cool. have that. You know, I don't know. I just can you please call it Jonathan Timpanelli's after party? After party? Yeah, love it. Done. Jonathan Timpanelli's after party. Isn't that cute? Yes, because yeah, I actually really do like that. You're, you're welcome. But is that too uh, is it too cocky to put my name in it? The after party. The after party. I mean, all the Tonight Show has their. They put the host's name in it. Yeah, you're right. But you're right. This this whole thing is about not being cocky. But just being confident. So if you just want to call it the after party, that's fine. I also want to point out that you just manifested. Oh, man. I'm I'm doing that a lot. I'm so proud of you. I don't... uh, No, it's good. We'll see. If you want it to be good. Yeah. Yeah, I I know. I guess this was a mind thing. It's, you know, it's it's in your mind. You want to move on to our questions? Let's do it. I'm pretty excited to hear your answers. I'm ready. So the first one is... What is your obsession right now? My obsession right now, and has been for the last few months, maybe last year, um, autobiographies of comedians and like or actors. Yeah, or, no, I love. I read them all the time. Yeah, I'm reading Mel Brooks's right now. Oh, very cool. Yeah, very big book. Um, they go into detail, but I like. I just read. I try to read them like where they make sense. Like I read Sid Caesar's, mm-hmm. um, and then I read um, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, mm-hmm. Abbott and Costello. Bob Newhart's is great. Uh, I like the old, like, I love yeah. the old stuff. Just to see how, like, things aren't really different, but then things are very different in some ways. For sure. And then I've read, like, a lot of, like, oh, I love Don Rickles, too. Don Rickles, <laughs> his was great. Um, he has a couple. Dick are Van Dykes. These, are you picky about whether they're autobiographies or biographies or not? No, if I like the person and I really enjoy, like, if I enjoy their, their work and stuff, I'll read their biography authorized or do you not care i guess i i do care but i never realized it (laughs) (laughs) i feel does it have to say authorized i think it has to say authorized in order to be like underwritten by the subject by the person oh but you know what i actually don't know anything about (laughs) literary law surprise That's it. I, I don't know, know a lot about pinball machines <laughs> and not a lot about literary law. And you'd be confident about that. I have lived my life by saying unresearched facts with confidence. <laughs> it comes that from being be a, an actor. Too. I mean, I've delivered all sorts of techno babble as if I understand what it is. Yeah. Uh, so biographies. That's a really great one. Which one are you reading right now? You just Mel said Brooks. that. Mel Brooks. Um, which I don't know if it's authorized. It's just a biography. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's like a main book, like on the on the shelves, like mm-hmm. on. The- I really love if they're modern ones, like if they've come out in the last ten years. You can often find an audio book with 
that person reading it, and that's the best. I did both of Rob Lowe's. Uh Um, Jenna Fisher's. I've listened to... These are all the the listening ones. I did Mindy Kaling's. How was that? It's great. Yeah? Mindy Kaling's is really, really great because she's had so many other phases of her career that most people don't know about. She was a writer on SNL. Oh. Exactly. I did not know that. Yeah, and she talks about her experiences there and... Um, her experiences there were very different than other people who have written about working at SNL. So hmm. it's, it, it is really interesting. Oh, that is interesting. Okay, I'll um, give that a, a look. And I just admire her career yeah. a lot. She's killing it. She has, it's almost like she just refused to hear no. That's what it looks like on the outside. But she was like, oh, no one's casting me in that? I guess I'll write a show. Oh, no one's making that? I suppose I'll start a production company. It's the creative. You have, like, nowadays you have to. Yeah. Because there's so many people wanting to do this that you have to create something else because they've filled all those slots for the most part. And now there has to be other things to have slots filled. And good for her for starting stuff. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I like her a lot. Okay, what's on your wish list right now? Wish list. Uh, it just got really existential all of a sudden. <laughs> it was just like such a, a rapid change of mood. I don't know. And I sent him the questions in advance, everyone. So it's not like that was a surprise. I know, but I, because I, I, this is the one I, I think I had the hardest time with. Really? Yeah, because I don't need any, like, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, but it's I don't, not a need list, it's a wish list. But you wish for things that you need, no? Or just things, things that, you, that want. you want. Yeah. But also, I've ne- like, I've never been a physical person. Like, I don't need a lot of stuff. Um, wish list. Uh, another watch. I like watches. Okay. Like a fun watch? What do you mean a, a fun non-practical watch? A non-practical watch? Oh, no. I don't mean like it doesn't work. That doesn't... Oh, what do you mean then? I mean like a watch that doesn't go with everything. Do you see what I'm saying? Most people, when they buy a watch, they're like, oh, this is my watch. Therefore, it has to kind of... Oh, no. See, I have, I have 10 watches. Oh, it's a lot of watches. Yeah, I love watches. Oh, well, then so I have one for like, like different things. A watch shopping spree. Yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Your idea of wish list was so narrow. You were like, it must be things. Can I tell you that when we interviewed, you know, a phrase and your phrase? I don't think so. Oh, he's an old Nemo guy, but phrase's wish list was a pirate ship and a girlfriend. Oh man! Oh, oh. Oh, does that change things? It does. Oh, you want a pirate ship or you want a girlfriend? No, I want a wife and kids. Oh. I don't want a girlfriend. Yeah, Those are okay. annoying. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to get to the wife and kids without the girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, I'm just putting out there that there's a phase in between you might have to put up with. They have that new show. I haven't watched it yet, but The Love is Blind. They go right to marriage, don't they? I don't. Or no? People have been talking about it, but I don't know the premise yeah, of it. Me neither. I thought it was like they stay in a room. Do people get married? I, I don't know if it's like they get married right after or really? they just start dating right after. I don't know. Is Are the lights off? Is that why they're blind? Like, do no, you they're actual the blind. <laughs> oh, they are really? No. Oh, we don't know. Do we know? Uh, no, we yeah, know we do. I do. I do because they made a spoof of it on SNL, I'm pretty sure. Um, but they're in like their little like beehive, like a... Like a, like um, a cubicle? Yeah, a little cubicle. And then you could just like talk to people, I guess, on the outsides. I don't know. People are obsessed with it. I just hate reality shows because it's so fake and they're all beautiful people. So they're not going to be upset with whoever they're with because they're all gorgeous. Right. <laughs> I love that you get mad. You're like, why don't they all just look normal? This is not a nor- I would like to see a normal dating show. Thank you. Yes. And by that, I mean, I probably wouldn't watch it. Although I do watch <laughs> Love Island. I've heard good things about that, too. When you say good things. I've heard interesting things okay, about that. Okay, right. I never got into The Bachelor. No. Um, it's all models just trying. I don't. I know, but so is Love Island. But there's oh. something different because they're on an island. They're British, and I won't run into them at Whole Foods. And I feel like all the people on Bachelor, like I'm one step away from seeing them in the Trader Joe's aisle. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's funny. <laughs> I would. I would watch. I didn't know they were British. I love yeah, British yeah. people. Are like my new favorite thing in the world. They're the they're the newest collectible. <laughs> Everyone should have one. I love like because I've done a couple ships and there's a lot of Brit and I've oh, like yeah. latched on to the they're British great. people. Their senses of humor are lovely, 
and they're they're real, but they're not fake, but they're still friendly and nice and their accents are cool. I love British people right now. Yeah, I'm on why a did we ever break apart? Am right? I right? <laughs> why couldn't we just hang out? I mean, Meghan Markle would have been half as scandalous <laughs> had we true. just been still British. Friends. <laughs> she was like, um, can we not live here anymore in the palace? <laughs> This is too much. This is too much. This is a, this is a lot. They keep taking pictures of me. It's, <laughs> it's just too much. I didn't get into this for this. Um, God bless you, Megan. We love you. Okay, so wish list. Ah, what would you do with an extra ten thousand dollars? I currently have ten thousand dollars on my credit card. Yeah, <laughs> so you pay, pay it off. off. <laughs> I'm very practical. I hate it though because I wish I had more. Uh, I think if your actual wish list was to have a wife and kids, I think spending your $10,000 paying down your credit card is probably a good. Yeah. But if let's say I, I didn't have that, I would spend it on, um, I would like a new wardrobe. What if you were like, I'd like to build a nursery for my kids. And I'd be like, oh my God, this is getting I gotta intense. I've got to get a, a ring for my wife. Jeez. Um, uh <laughs> be like okay this manifesting is going a little <laughs> too far uh, yeah sorry so you I was do gonna a, make it really creepy but oh, then i stopped good yeah uh wardrobe new wardrobe new wardrobe yeah. um things that fit me well i this is gonna be my last winter i've decided last winter with a puffy coat really yeah what are you gonna uh, the pea coat the, oh, yeah. the better looking coat yeah I don't, the, I don't think the, it keeps you as warm, though. I have one. I don't think it keeps me as warm. I agree with you. But you look good. But <laughs> I get jealous every time I see someone walking down the street, not in a puffy coat. I'm like, oh, that looks good. Yeah. I look like a puffy coat person. <laughs> oh, you're one of those puffy coat people. Um, that your is this your puffy coat? <laughs> That's what I ask. Um. On a first date, I ask. What kind of coat are you wearing? Yeah, yeah I only date in the winter kind of guy, because I girl. need to know, you know, what it Who is. Who you in are. In the summer, you have no idea. That's why I ask. Yeah, you really have to. May I see your closet? Can I Can I see your, your what's your coat situation? What's your, what's your coat sitch? I made a mistake of wearing a ski, like a ski jacket, you know, that was keeping me like super yeah. warm. And I wore it on a trip because it was going to be cold and I wore it on the plane and it's too fat. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. And I felt bad because the guy next to me like kept touching my, and I don't like the feeling of people yeah. touching me. And even though he was just touching the sleeve, I could still feel it. And I was like, this coat is too big. I am rude. <laughs> I am the rudest person on this plane. And it was like. The fact that you wore it on the plane. You didn't get hot on the plane? No, but I'm either hot or cold. Yeah, you're never cold. On planes. There's never comfy There's on no the comfortable plane. comfortable on the plane. I'm either freezing or like, where's the stale air? Why is the air so stale? Why is the air so stale? Someone can't turn on the air. Like it's one of the two. It's one or ten. That's good. It, oh, the worst is when you're sitting on the tarmac for like an hour. Yep. And that air, that recycled air situation. Yeah, it's horrible. Horrible. I am over that. I've gotten it down where I, I have like my hoodie and a t-shirt underneath and I like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I wear the same thing every time. Like every time I go on a plane, I wear the same thing because I know it's comfortable, but it's practical. I got pockets, so I don't have to keep you going in a bag. so practical. I just realized that this is a, a... I think I just realized it too. I've never realized how. <laughs> Maybe I'm just saying I am, but I'm really not. Did you just have a big birthday? A big birthday? Like, uh, like age wise, like a like a zero or a five birthday. Twenty six, well, December fifth, same birthday as Walt Disney. Wait, you turn? Oh, you turned twenty six. Yeah, I will be twenty seven. Ah, you are so practical. My mom's a Jew. You're like twenty seven, going on forty five. Yeah, but yeah. that's not a bad thing. That's well, better than forty five going on twenty. True. Trust me, that's my dating pool. I know. That's what. <laughs> That's what I hate about dating is that people my age, I'm my age, but I act like a 45 year old. Yeah. And then all the girls my age act like their age. <laughs> it's annoying. You're like, 
like I just want a wife yeah. and kids. I don't want to do this the games or Yeah, stupid. I already know what I'm wearing on the plane. <laughs> I know what I'm wearing at my wedding. I already <laughs> <laughs> Are you on a diet again, Timps? I just I have to stay wedding weight because I've already bought the suit. So I'm stuck now. You know how girls have like their wedding dress picked out? I have it all imagined. <laughs> do you really though? Are you like Kinda. do you have do you have something planned for your wedding in your head? I um not really. I just know I, I mean <laughs> Is there like one thing that you that would be like your deal breaker? Like no, it's gotta be a band as opposed to Absolutely. A DJ. Okay, don't look, I know sorry. you got yeah, mad at I'm me. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I was on the same side You're as right. you. That's on me. So I, I should have known that was that was clearly a hot button topic. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so so I guess it's banned. Banned, absolutely banned. DJ, what is the point? I want and I want playing the older the good music. I want a big band if I could have it. Uh, oh, just yeah. swing so you can actually dance. Ba- absolutely, intergenerational dancing, please, yes. on my dance floor. Yes. That's and then what you could I want. you could do like the the newer songs, but do do it like a postmodern jukebox. Oh, so you want postmodern jukebox I want to play to at your wedding? Yep, and Michael will play. Yeah, I think they're free. People come now. Them. Yeah, I'll get them on a pizza your mind, and we'll talk. <laughs> a pizza your mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so wardrobe. If you had ten thousand dollars to give away, tell me about it. Um, I mean, you got to make sure your family's good. Sister could use it. I also really like doing. I do it now, even though I don't have any money. But it just feels good. But like I'll like, if someone's like fumbling for something, I'll be like, like if if I'm like at a Chipotle and and someone's like fumbling, I'll, or just because I'll, I'll like think about it. And it's not every time. Yeah. Like once in a while, I'll be like, oh, how cool would it be if I just pay for this person and just leave? Like it's just that's so cool. I think that's that such is a really cool. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah! Give I don't know if it's me. necessarily giving it away, but it kind of is. I it is a dream of mine to walk into a bar and say, "Drinks Drink on, on me!" House. Yeah, yeah, drinks on. Yeah, I've that, always wanted to no, do that. That was that that was on my uh, Allison and I did a a bucket a one. 100 bucket list or oh. 50 bucket list maybe for the end of the year and that was like my really? number six one was to someday walk into a bar and be like drinks on the house yes absolutely how cool did you, are you breaking my up nothing was I, that me i don't know guys i don't know what just happened it's fine did this just fall no that's been there i'm not that stressed okay um <clears throat> yes dream is to go Drinks on me. Drinks on me. And then everyone like, and not like, drinks on me, but like to a person. But like, I want to be like, every like, just get crazy. I noticed last year that a friend of mine on Facebook, and I don't know if he listens to the podcast, so I'm not going to call him out. Well, I wouldn't anyway, because he's pretty private. Um, I noticed last year that every time I saw a fundraiser on Facebook that this friend of mine donated money. And I think maybe only $5. I actually don't know because sometimes it doesn't tell you like how much they donate. But I would just always notice that it says blank has donated. And I put up a fundraiser for a friend of mine who was going through something that he does not know. She's from high school. And he donated. And I was like, I want to be like that guy. So... Whenever I have, whenever I'm not struggling, which sometimes happens because actor, whenever I'm not struggling, and I've always hesitated to say this out loud because I was scared people were just going to start emailing me causes and I have no money. But like right now, if I have money in the bank and I'm going through Facebook, if, if there is a cause, I will give $5. Yeah. $5. $5. Yeah, absolutely. And I used to not do that because I'd be scared that they would see $5 and be like, why didn't she give more? Oh. That would be in my head. And I and but now Have I'm you like, done one now where you see $5 and you're like, oh, cool. Yeah, like it's something. Absolutely. Cool. We did, um, I mean, our Patreons, we yeah. have people that do $2 a month and it's like liquid gold to us. Huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now I'm like, nope. Five dollars is okay. Five five dollars is okay because that's what I can afford. And then if I see somebody else's, I'll, I'll you know five. But five dollars at a time, I'll give up my coffee that day. Yeah, that's that's what I would do with 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 ten grand. I think is just being able to give it to the people that need it, not just like going down the street. And I mean, everyone probably needs money. Well, not everyone, but just to yeah, that exactly because I love that. Me I too. I love when I used to have a car in in Orlando. I would like 
this happened maybe maybe 10 times in the six years I lived in Orlando. But I would pay for some, like if I went to fast food, which I shouldn't have, um, but I would pay for the person behind me. Yeah. And then you literally, they don't see you. They don't know who you are. But yeah. you're just like, whatever they ordered, I'll pay for that too. And it's just like, because what I'm thinking is they're going to be ha- like, they could be having a bad day and that just makes, makes them happier. Or, and then maybe they'll do it to the person behind them. And then like, I like, I don't know. It's, it's just cool. Well, and then the person at the register will feel good and maybe they'll do something too. Yeah. It so, could change the vibe. Question. Yes. You're a nice person. Okay. You would like, you like to give people things. Yeah. You're a generous person. Yes. You live in New York. Uh-huh. Mm. What happens? And this is a real question for me to you. We might even cut it out. You're on the subway. And you see people begging for money on the subway. Yep. What do you What do you do? I have an exact thing that I do. Yeah, go ahead. If I have cash, yeah, I will give it. Okay. I have one time I felt really bad, and it was a great story, and 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 all of that, and I only had a twenty on me, and I gave it, and that was when like I just got back from tour, so I could do that. Now I probably wouldn't be able to do that, but if I have cash, mm-hmm. it's I have my I have the Catholic guilt on my dad's side and the Jewish Understood. guilt on my mom's side, yeah. so I feel guilty if someone's like. Do you have cash? And I go, no. And then like for the next two hours after, I'm like, I had cash. I totally had I cash. I do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I do the same thing. What about people on the street? Because there's so many. You pass them all the time. I don't carry cash a lot. I don't I, either. But if you have the cash, do you if feel If I do have the cash, I do give it. I don't. And maybe this is bad on me. No, no. I'm just asking. But no, I don't no, think, I know. I don't think that there... I think it's really hard for people to move to the city... You can't afford to give money to every person you see. I, yeah, yeah. No, no one can. I mean, except the one percent, and they're not walking; they're taking cars. That's right. Um, and so, how do you filter when you do, when you don't? How do you function in a city where you're constantly, like, need is constantly in your face? A couple times a month, maybe one or two. I I do happen to to have cash. I either needed it for something, mm-hmm. so then I'll have cash in my pocket. So then if I do have the cash in my pocket, I will give it. Right. But I won't necessarily go to a bank to get cash out to have it on me to give it to right, right, right. the homeless people. How do you feel about the stashing the protein bar? So you always have a protein bar with you so you can give. Never thought people, of that, but I love that. Some people do that. Yeah. But I've also, this, is, um, this was recently, someone was um, about uh, a homeless lady um was like, well, love, uh, I, I need $2 for food, $2 for food. I was like, I'm getting off at the next stop, and I'll buy you whatever. I just don't have cash, and I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll go buy you something. She was like, no, 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 I'm getting off at this thing. And I was like, okay. Sometimes someone will get on the train, and you automatically like kind of assess in your head, right? And you go, oh, I think that guy is homeless. He gets on the train. Perfectly nice man, not doing anything, just standing by the door. But in my head, I was like, I think that man is homeless. Another man gets on the train on the other side of me, who I also think is homeless. Again, not assuming, but just saying, I think they're homeless. So I'm on the train. It's such a terrible story. You'll you'll love it. I love it. So second homeless man, the train starts moving and all of a sudden goes, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm like, oh, here comes this. Here comes the spiel. Right. They go, ladies and gentlemen, so sorry to bother you. I'm down on my luck. Like this happens a lot on the train. If you don't live in New York, everyone, then you you might not know this, but a lot of times they will. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it, they preface their spiel with "ladies and gentlemen" a lot on the trains. And as soon as you hear "ladies and gentlemen," you know that something like that's about to happen. I didn't have any cash on me, and I was also having a very hard day. So I will admit that I did something that's not very nice. Which I was listening to Harry Potter on my audiobook, and I turned up the volume okay i'm already feeling terrible about it and i go i just can't i can't do this today i can't do this today i'm like the train is packed and i'm i don't know i'm sad and i'm like anxiety in the the city i'm just gonna turn up my audiobook and i was like i know that that's a mean thing to do because at least you can do is listen to the spiel yeah turn up the audiobook first homeless man in the middle of his spiel goes dude dude bro 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 and he has two protein bars that homeless man number one hands to homeless man number two. And homeless man number two is like, oh, no, bro, I can't. And he goes, no. He goes, I think you need it. I think you need it. And he hands the protein bars over. And I see this happen. And I feel like the worst person <laughs> in the world. And then 
homeless man number one looks at me and goes, ma'am, I'm sorry for reaching over you. Oh, my gosh. I was like, it's okay. Oh, my gosh. The two nicest people ever. And though that's the one, it happens to be that you decide to turn up because you're having a bad day, which is okay. And I legit didn't have cash. I mean, I didn't have a pro. I'd had nothing with me that that would have been helpful unless I gave him like my debit card. But the the just and it passed right in front of my face like a cliff bar. I remember one was a cliff bar and I don't remember what the other one was. And I just remember that first homeless man looking at the guy and going, no, I feel like you need it. Oh, my gosh. That is beautiful. I love that so so much so so much it was a really nice moment a genuine that uh, i was the meanest person in the trifecta (laughs) no you weren't well you were allowed to have bad days too that uh, is and and you didn't you weren't like you didn't spit on them or like oh no or like turn it like but i ignored them and and i think that's the hardest part about being a hufflepuff in the city is that Sometimes in order to survive, you kind of just have to not make eye contact with a lot of people. And that makes me sad. Yep. Same. I'm constantly looking at people and like if someone. uh, Yeah, I'm. Yep. I'm a Hufflepuff as well. Yeah. And feel that. That's the name of our show. Hufflepuff in the city. It's probably trademarked. You probably can't use it. Hufflepuff in the city. Hufflepuffs in in Gotham. We'll get all of the fan bases (laughs) at one time. Love that. Hufflepuffs in Gotham. Huffle puffy jacket. Huffle puffy jackets. Well, now we've lost half the people. Okay, fair enough. They're like, mm, they are behind the times. Dang it. Uh, what was that? If you'd give ten thousand, oh, we're already in our last question. Already there. What's your happy? Um, other people's happiness. And I, I get to, out. True, I swear. And I, I, I am get out of here. I'm being honest. And I know it's a cliche, stupid answer, but no, I can explain it. No, it's not a stupid answer. It's a sweet answer. But it's I. But it's also too sweet. I think, and that is I. Th- <laughs> this sounds so stupid, and it's when I if I heard someone say this, I'd say shut up, just shut up. Well, it's but kind of I what I just did. <laughs> 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 Correct. I I care too much, and like okay. to at, to a fault. Yeah, yeah. Where I will. Like, I just I just care too much, and it is it has not done good things for me, but it's also done good things for me. But I I care too much, and I really I genuinely, if other people are happy, that I get my happiness from that. Which probably I need to do some work on myself to. Uh, no, I mean that's not in itself unhealthy. Do you hear people singing? Yeah. What's happening? I don't know if it's picking up on the mic. I'm going to turn up my mic and see if you guys can hear it. Hold on. It's like real singing. Yeah. I don't I know what that was. You say I'm crazy. Sound like that, maybe? This is like the loudest Tribeca has ever been, of course, <laughs> the day I decide to open the window. <laughs> it's totally fine. Um, no, when I'm depressed, I go on our Facebook bay page mm-hmm. and i say tell me what's making you happy today yeah. and people put up happies and it's usually like on a day that i don't feel good yeah and it's it's nice to know that other people are happy and that gives you like the like oh they're happy i don't know i think it's also escapism a little bit yeah so then i'm like oh i don't have to worry about that because yeah. i can talk about this instead oh that is all i do is are you like escapism master yeah same like I, I have to watch TV uh, at night because if I don't have something on, I will be in my thoughts uh-huh. and I will stay up for maybe the whole night. No, me too. Because I get lost in my thoughts of just like stupid thoughts, not not even real thoughts a lot of the time. Just like what's happening, like why why am I in like the position I'm in, like just <laughs> yeah. even if it's good stuff too. I'm like, oh, this is good. You but just then start like, overanalyzing. Yeah, everything. So it's just like. I need to. That's why I read because I can actually be like we, um, uh, Megan Mullally and uh, Nick Offerman. Yeah. They have a book, the greatest love story ever told, or something oh, cute. like that. They're um, adorable. Yeah, they are. They constantly listen to audiobooks while doing a puzzle. That is their. That is what they do together. They constantly. listen to an audiobook together. They listen to the same audiobook and do a puzzle together. Hashtag goals. Uh, yep, absolutely. 
with my wife and then my kids. (laughs) (laughs) Can't. I don't like puzzles. Really? See, that's a mindless activity, I think. No, it is the most frustrating activity (laughs) in the world. I only do the edges. That's it. And everything else. Put the colors together and figure it out. It's just not. We did that on tour a lot. I don't have spatial skills. I don't have shape skills. I don't have visual. Like if I go to an art gallery and I look at a painting, I have to have them move move it to another wall with no other paintings on it to really decide if I want to buy it. Wow. Does that make sense? Like No, but wow. Yeah, so I, mean, I have it a hard makes time. sense but not what it like. Right. So like puzzles are really hard for me because the the shapes, like every puzzle piece kind of looks the same to me. So I don't sort it. I think the way that other Ooh. people sort it in their heads. That's interesting. That's super That's interesting. That's why I can do edges. Because <laughs> one. <laughs> it's the one. They all look alike. So then you can. One one side I know it's going to be like that. And then usually with the picture on the box, I'm like, oh, that's sky. I'll put the sky yeah. all there. That's very interesting. Yeah, but there I feel you go. like as a musician too and an act, like you have to compartmentalize. And that's, that's interesting. I want. Man, people's brains are so fascinating. People's brains are weird. So So I would play, I would listen to audiobook and play other games with my family, but not puzzles. Really? Mm-hmm. Although like I you, like word games and that really wouldn't yeah. work with the audiobook. So here about this. So mine would be, let's listen to old, like, jazz concerts, mm-hmm. like like Ella Live in Berlin, mm-hmm. from front to back, mm-hmm. while we play Bananagrams. Yes, that 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 would be my hashtag goals. Hashtag happy. Hashtag happy. That's true. Um, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad really we happy. finally did it. Yeah, I'm. I'm honestly, I, I, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's. I good. like talking about myself. <laughs> Uh, confident, confident, not cocky. Confident, confident, <laughs> uh, confident. Um, guys, if you want to connect with Jonathan Timpanelli, you can by going to these social media places. Instagram at Jonathan Timpanelli. That is J-O-N-A-T-H-O-N-T-I-M-P-A-N-E-L-L-I. Uh, Jonathan is spelled different because my mom didn't want me to have a mug at Disney. And uh-huh. I never will. <laughs> uh, and then... <laughs> And then uh, Facebook, Jonathan Tivinelli. Um <laughs> And then, yeah, check out... Are you out. on the Twitter? I, I'm not. I never have. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. I know. People keep telling me, but I'm just... Uh, it's too much pressure to try to be funny in one thing, and it's... it's I don't, there's actually a lot of pressure to be funny. Yeah. Paula Pell... You know who Paula Pell is? Paula Pell? Yeah. No. She's I know a, Paula Poundstone. <laughs> that's great. Paula, Paula Pell loves that. Okay. Loves that you just said. Is she Paula Poundstone? Paula Pell was uh, an SNL writer for quite a long time. And she said that like Twitter is is like a reality game show for comedy writers. Truly. Which oh, is that's true. good. Yeah. Where did she say this? On Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> All right, well, everyone, that was Jonathan Timpanelli. We're so excited he stopped by. We're going to have another full episode coming up on Wednesday and some 10K goodness uh, next Saturday as well. And we're so excited you were here. Jonathan, say bye. Bye. That was 10K Saturday with Allison and Lulu. And don't forget, with friends like us, who needs amenities?